Wednesday reads in rankings. We know that the top spot belongs to Clemson, but there are a couple teams fighting for the bottom, and I just would love to talk to AJ Black about it. Power rankings locked on Boston College host. He's here to give us the top five, below five, and, you know, maybe a little few in between. Let's talk about it on today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm joined by AJ Black here of Locked on Boston College. We're ripping and running through a very busy week, but a good week nonetheless. We love it when you guys listen to our show and make us your first listen each and every day. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked on College network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to and talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked on College. Terms and conditions do apply. Missed last week, but of course the rankings are right here and it doesn't seem to be a lot of movement up top, but I'm sure there are a couple teams vying for that bottom. AJ, how are you feeling? Is it basketball season yet? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm ready. I'm ready to throw the towel in on this year yeah. for BC. Can I just can I share a comment I got from someone on my message board? Please, please. Who said AJ, I love your Locked On Boston College podcast. It, it's a great news for BC fans, and you're the only one that does that every day. But yeah. can you like talk about something about other than BC, like ACC football or <laughs> anything other than BC football? And I was like, sorry, dude, that's kind of my jam. It's yeah. bad, and I'm telling you, Candice, it's we're gonna go to a dark place if they lose to UConn this weekend. Dark, dark, dark place. Well, I don't think they'll lose to UConn, but I will say maybe there's more hype and excitement around Coach Grant for men's basketball this season, especially in the women's team. I think there is hype, more hype around uh, college basketball for Boston yeah. College than normal. Compared, you know, they thought that this football team was gonna be big, but now you kind of do away with it. You you are starting to be like North Carolina was a couple of years ago, where you're just, you get into that late October, early November, and you're really into the wind is basketball season conversation. Yeah. I think there, yeah, a lot of fans are getting excited about basketball. So that's, that's the truth, but you yeah. know, and it, you know what, like I said on my Friday prediction show, my prediction for BC and, and uh, Wake Forest was 42, 14. They lost 43, 15. I was right there. And you know, I predicted they were going to, what was exactly what was going to happen and still did it stink to watch. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, they were with them. I think they were down only a little, I think they were down one score into the third quarter and they had yeah. that wheel route to Pat Garwell that just tipped off his fingers. That's all it took. And then Wake Forest just took him to the woodshed and that was it. <laughs> well, you know, I hope that we are going to talk about some of the bottom teams first, because I would love to get your inside beyond just Boston college. I know there's other teams that are vying for that spot. We've talked about them a little bit this past good, good, bad and ugly Monday and Tuesday. But, you know, of course we want to dig the hole a little deeper when it comes to our weekly reads and rankings. So AJ, let's start with the bottom five here. And who do you have at number five? The bottom is Boston College. <laughs> we'll, we'll just continue where I'm at. Um, you know, they lost. Yeah. They lost two more, which is this is insane. They lost two more offensive linemen. Their starting center, uh, Drew Kendall, broke his wrist. Mm. Uh, he's week to week. I don't know what that means. Finn Durstein's one of their guards. So they're now playing with like their third string guard, their backup center, 
They've got like a four string. Like they are just a complete disaster up front. Yeah. And Dracovic is it, it's affecting his play. Like he's not here. Sure. And I want to say, I don't want to give him an out because I'm sure that he's hearing ghosts too, but he, he just hasn't played well and he's missing plays that he, you'd think he'd be able to hit. So I was talking about on lockdown BC. I think he, I think we might've over um, estimated what his abilities are. Hmm. And it's going to be interesting to see how BC ends the season. And like I was just saying about this UConn game, I, I on our show said, you know, people ask me like, should Halfley be on the hot seat? Is this the end of the road for Halfley? I said, if he wins three games, he'll be on the hot seat for next year, but he's not going to get fired. If he goes two and 10 and loses to UConn and Rutgers and Duke all in the same season, I mean, Duke. Okay. I'll, I'll be a little nicer about Duke, but Rutgers and, and UConn, <laughs> he's going to lose a lot of the donors and fan base real fast. And that I, I I'm going to put my hands up on that one and say, sorry, Jeff, like, you're so on, can he if, if he acknowledges the mistake of messing up in terms of transfer portal, not getting the guys right. from the offensive line of protection, he can acknowledge that if there is a whole you know opportunity there to grab some people, Phil does have another year, does he not? Or is his eligibility done? He he's got another year, and this is gonna be on my show for today. Uh <laughs> on BC. What does BC do with their quarterback position next year? Yeah. I don't think I don't think Dracovic's coming back. I, okay. I expected them to go to the NFL, but I have no NFL team's gonna draft him. Um <laughs> and they have Emmett Moorhead, who is as much as BC fans they love that backup quarterback, he is not ready. Um sure. what's the what's the best thing you could do with an offensive line that can't hold a block? Put a not mobile quarterback who can't move back there sure that's gonna be great and for a kid that's been playing football for a year out of the last three years because of yeah. yeah yeah it sounds like a great idea throw him back there and let's see how <laughs> let's see how we can wreck his confidence see um, i would really want to keep phil for one more year and then just build that offensive line and really give him an opportunity like i know he he loses zay correct well he should because they even if he did have eligibility he needs to run run as fast as he can yeah i mean i, I i'm telling you right now Based off of some of the things I've I've, I've been hearing from mm-hmm. uh, different sources, I think BC's going to the transfer portal for next year at quarterback. I don't think I don't think it'll be Moorhead or Dracovic next year. Well, you know, tread lightly. Keaton Slowest thought was going to be a game changer for uh, Pittsburgh, and it ain't quite working out how they thought. So I'm just saying, right? right. Yeah. So here we go. All right. Now, who's the next team that needs a little bit of work? I'm gonna put the Hokies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, you know. You go out there and you a couple <laughs> weeks ago you lose to Miami mm-hmm. and you have not done anything since beating BC. You beat Wofford 27 7. Um, and th- again, like what I said at the beginning of the year with, with Virginia Tech, this is not like an indictment on their program. Like this is a rebuild. This is a year that we expected they needed to rebuild, and that's where they're at, right? They're rebuilding. And you know, you have to like, just like what Florida state is doing right now, you have to stay the course. If you think you got the right guy and, and, and get through these moments, a BC yeah. fan should probably think that too, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, and then you get through that and then hopefully your culture, your guys are in there. So, you know what, like you hate in, in college sports, especially with the transfer portal to think of a game, a season as like a wasted season. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of what it is for the Hokies, right? Like you're going to get your guys in more as you get more transfer portals and French freshmen in and start to build in some depth and, and your guys and see what's going to happen. But 
right for right now, they're they're a pretty bad team. You know, as quiet as it's kept, I think Virginia Tech probably has gotten the least amount of scrutiny this season to have a first year coach and right. like all the things and actually be stinking and speaking consistently because you have a team like Miami, you know, you have like Virginia who just thought all the pieces were going to be there because you assumed Brendan Armstrong was going to be a great quarterback and offensive coordinator, offensive minded person like Tony Elliott. So to me, Brent Pry is just like, he's riding the tad and he's sitting in a really, really, really pretty spot in terms of just evaluations year one. So there's nowhere to go, but up for sure. All right. Who yeah. we got next? All right. I'm going to go with UVA next. And <laughs> yeah. um, they got a win over Georgia tech, but I think it was uh, kegs and eggs on Twitter who Adam Kramer, who I love following. Uh, he referred to this as one of the worst football games he's ever watched in his life. Um, you know, I, I, I would agree there. It was a, it was a tough outing. Somebody had to win eventually, you know? Yeah. And so it, it was Virginia. They got the win and you win games when you get a win and they beat a team in the ACC. So that's, that's a positive, but I mean, they're they're a while. They're I, I I honestly think that the Hokies with the ability their ability to tra- to 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 recruit and that just their brand will be able to get more guys in faster than UVA. UVA is going to be I, I, it's going to be a long haul and with with a first year head coach like Tony Elliott, that's a little scary, right? Because yeah. you might have to take three or four years and then realize, oh my gosh, this guy's a complete disaster. We have the wrong head coach. We got to do it again. Yeah. Um, and that think- that's that's scary. Yeah, I think there's there's not as much as there should be now credit given to Bronco Mendenhall about how good of a coach he was. I think there was just like a lot of pressure. And of course, stepping away, always good for mental health and all the things. But definitely we're seeing just how strong he built up a Virginia program. Like like you mentioned, that is not, you know, sought after necessarily from a lot of people, especially 757. You talk about just like the recruiting machines that are out there in North Carolina being able to grab some of those Virginia recruits and like, listen, at the end of the day, Virginia, Virginia tech super bowl is happening at the end of the season. And it's kind of like, who gets a better storyline at the end is whoever wins that game. Right. We'll see the progress from Pry, or there's hope yet for Elliot. If they, they yep. meet the other team. So definitely get that. All right. Who's next. All right. Uh, we're going to stay in the coastal and it's our last coastal team on this list. <laughs> and it's the Miami hurricane. Okay. Okay. Um, it's it's getting salty down there. It's getting tough. Um, and Tyler Van Dyke is hurt. It sounds yeah. like he's out for a while. Um, and you're starting to see more and more um, anger amongst the fan base because there was a lot of hype around this program. And I, I admit I was part of that. I was uh, I bought Same. into that hype yep. that, you know, they had enough, especially with getting some of these guys in the transfer portal to go around Van Dyke and brought in all these great coaches that they would be able to turn it around real quick. Mm-hmm. And it, this looks like the same. Miami problems that we've seen under Manny Diaz, Mark Rick, you go back and, you know, Al Golden, you go back to all these coaches. It seems like just the same thing over and over again. Um, I, I, again, with this team, I, I, I it's an, it's, you don't want to have, it's, it's tough because you're going to have a lost season when you had Tyler Van Dyke, mm-hmm. but they're, they're already recruiting at a insane level for next year. So they're going to be able to pick the, I think going to be able to pick this up fast. And especially when, when the December transfer portal bonanza starts a school like Miami, especially with, you know, they've got some big time donors that, that lawyer who's uh, the NIL guy down there, totally blanking on his name, but he's in charge of their NIL stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a huge Miami guy. I'm sure he's going to see 
what he can do to bring in some big names uh, to, to the U. Yeah, I definitely think the balance between discipline and fun and getting the right guys in place. And I think it's too early to bail on Mario, but I think by year three, kind of like how they're doing with Halfley, they're going to be some really stern and strong questions around around whether or not he's able to lead the team. So I totally get that. All right, last one. All right, I'm going to put NC State. (laughs) Okay. Um, You know, it was a tough one to to pick the last. It was either NC State or Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech... Georgia Tech disappointed me because I was really banking on them somehow backing their way into the ACC championship game, which would have been absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Having like, yeah. is it like they played Clemson like what twice this season? Yeah. After getting smoked by them in the beginning of the year, and then get smoked it again in the ACC championship game. Uh, but that's not going to happen. They they lose to UVA as I said in a really bad game, um, and so I'll go with NC State because. Devin Leary, we you know he was the ACC player of the a uh, preseason player of the year. He's gone, which is a huge blow to the Wolfpack. They don't have any answer um, behind him. the The quarterback mm-hmm. that they have right now is n- is not going to do it. Um, and they've got some they got some wins still out there. They're going to be bowl eligible. They'll probably beat BC, and uh, you know. But that being said, it the, for a team that you know, I think we were talking at the beginning of the season was a, a playoff contender. Crazy. To- Big game boomer let us down. That's all I'm going to say. He, right, had me, right. he had me buying into the hype. I was very, I said they were going to be ACC champions. So I'm really disappointed. And I think if we talk about who's had the most disappointing season or overhyped going yep. into the season that ended up being, you know, true, like head scratching what the world happened, NC State would definitely be my number one vote. But they they've got they got I was just looking at their schedule they got Virginia Tech too so they've got you know they got seven wins probably and they're gonna probably lose to Wake Forest Louisville and North Carolina but I don't think they lose North Carolina. I don't think they lose to Louisville North Carolina of course that's like the Super Bowl for them okay yeah I guess but I I thought Louisville played pretty well last week they did they did I think but I think NC State's defense hopefully can contain Malik Cunningham I think for NC State it'll be like can they move the ball yeah yeah true. 100%. 100%. All right, we got to go to who are the top five here. But first, as I mentioned, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn these days. Every new potential hire can feel like high stakes wager for your small business. When you add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring, you'll be set to go when you visit LinkedIn.com. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who do you like to interview and hire? It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. And our friends at LinkedIn, we're going to give them a little shout out here. Yeah, boop, boop, boop. Okay, so sorry I made that read and did a little, little overlay, but Get a little love all the same. Now we got the top five when it comes to who's the best here in the ACC. We're going to start with number five. Who we got, AJ? All right. So my number five in my rankings are, and this was a tough one, I'm going to go with the Duke Blue Devils. Okay. I like to see it. We're going yeah, uh, to gonna... break, break views across our knees and say screw yep. the Miami Hurricanes, all the things. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. They absolutely thrashed my uh, Miami. Um, 
And they have found, they found themselves with a nice balanced offense and, you know, first year head coach, Mike Elko um, has done what he needed to do to really like give them something special there. And they're going to be bowl eligible. They've got a schedule left of, um, well, they got BC (laughs) and I keep chalking those up as losses, Uh, (laughs) Virginia tech and Pitt. Yeah. I mean, they could possibly win all three of those games and that could, that could put them at like, eight and eight and four for the season, which should give Mike Elko um, coach of the year, but it'll go to Dabo because Dabo just wins everything and it's stupid, but well, I, think um, it should, I personally think it should go to Dino only because your team was literally yep. dubbed to be last and like yep. you had this incredible season, but I get you. I hear you. Right. It sh- I mean, it should, I mean, you could go with either and I, I would yeah. think it's a good vote. It, I just, Stop voting for Dabo. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand percent. Like, he's got a program there that he has just like, he just, it's, he's a machine. He need like these two guys, Dino and, and Elko have taken two programs that look dead and made yep. them very exciting. And they should. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think Mike Elko is certainly turning out to be the exception and not the rule when it comes to first year head coaches, especially what we've seen across the coastal, across all of our, the ACC friends, Mike Elko is just having an exceptionally good year, but I'm not going to say anybody told y'all this was going to be good, but somebody told y'all this was going to be good, and it's all right. I know we only have like five listeners, but they're faithful, and they know, and they stick beside me when I said Duke was going to be all right, so I appreciate yep. it. All right, number four. All right, number four for me is Syracuse. Okay, okay. Um, yes. And this was a tough one. Uh, they have obviously had that great game with Clemson, uh, and they, they were able to hold their own and it looked, it, it reminded me of honestly of BC versus them two years ago where, I mean, yeah. they literally had a fumble return touchdown that was like eerily similar to what BC did to them when ETN yeah. dropped it. Um, but just like BC, they completely crumbled near the end. The refs did them no favors. Um, but that being said, Clemson just turned on their defense, just like they did do against most teams and, and mm-hmm. just, Garrett Schrader, that second half was completely stifled. Uh, we, saw, Tom- we saw vintage Garrett Schrader at that one. That was tough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, they're six and one. They're bowl eligible. They've got a manageable schedule, I believe. They've got uh, Pitt, Notre Dame. I mean, that I mean that would be a nice win for them to beat Notre Dame next, uh, this weekend. Pitt, Wake, uh, Florida State, Wake Forest, and BC. So, yeah. you know, they're in good shape. They're in good shape, um, and we'll see how they kind of end their season. I, you know, again, as I said, like Sean Tucker is one of the best running backs in the country. Uh, he's yep. my, one of my favorite followers on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I love his. Sean post Tucker game. had a good game. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have a good game today. <laughs> <laughs> no, hundred percent love that. All right, number three. Number three is UNC. Okay, I'm so glad you said that. We had a fan here said from Jamie Harper said UNC keeps winning because they play in the ACC Coastal Division. That division is terrible. And all I got to say to Jamie is you only can play who's in front of you. But you, we nobody expected the Coastal to be this bad. Let's be real. Yep, yep. You just win the games that you're scheduled to win, and that's Absolutely. it, right? Absolutely. And they've got Pitt, Virginia, Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, and NC State. As I said, Candace, like I know you're, you were a little bit more hesitant than I am. I'm looking at possibly they could probably win out. I mean, well, sorry, four and one. Sorry, they'll. I don't think they'll beat Wake Forest, but um, Wake Forest has that revenge game that they know they went to bed last year that they have to beat North Carolina. Yep. They yep. have. 
But yeah, I hear you. I think that North, I, you know, I'm a fair weather North Carolina fan. I only jump on the bandwagon when we're going to championship type atmosphere. So I'm, I'm going to call us a we probably in December, more than likely when we're in Charlotte. Other than that, I'm like, yeah, they're doing good. But <laughs> in terms of the health of the ACC, I want them to win the coastal. I don't want to oh, yeah. see any weird stuff happen because. Don't we do not it. need an ACC championship game, as I said, of Clemson and Georgia Tech, or Clemson and Duke, or Clemson and Pitt. It no, we need. If there was need, ever yes, if there was ever a year where we can see that coast that divisions were crazy and need to be done, done away with, this is the year. Right, because the championship game should be Clemson and either Syracuse or Wake Forest. But yep, yep. But we're not going to get that. Wait till next year. <laughs> That'll be fun to talk about. I can't wait for that. That's going to be so yeah, exciting. For sure. All right, number two is Wake. Yep. Not to see them up close in person. Um, Sam Hartman's the is the I mean, he's the real deal. And you know, he doesn't make mistakes, I think is the big thing. And when you make a mistake, he makes you pay for it five times. Yep. And I think that is just what makes him so impressive. It was like BC kind of held on and held on, and then they made one bad play. And it was like, woof, oh, there's my window. Yep. Gone. Mm-hmm. And I love what really impressed me about Wake, too, was I, I like their, like, how Clawson has recruited his wide receivers. Those are big dudes. Like, he yep. does not go for undersized wideouts. All his guys, like A.T. Perry, 6'4. And it looks like every other guy's like 6'2, 6'3. Yeah. It, they're a matchup nightmare for most cornerbacks who are a little probably in college are a little bit more undersized for most teams. Mm-hmm. And so when you're match, when you got a guy like Hartman who can throw it, you got all these big guys out there. It just, it, it, it makes one of the best offenses in the country. And honestly, like watching against BC, they didn't do that mesh all that much. He just got back there and just slung it and did what he needed to do. And they, he had six touchdowns. It was crazy. He was really good. I mean, he had such a game. A thousand percent. All right. I want to hear, we're going to talk in depth a little bit about number one here in just a second, but I want to remind you guys that, you know, every time that you think that it's about to go outside, get a little cooler, you're like, Hey, I don't need deodorant as much. I'm here to tell you that is a lie. I want you to make sure that you smell nice and clean as you prepare for your homecomings, as you prepare for a little more football and it's still a little chilly. I want you to make sure you're good to go. Sweat block gives you the confidence to wear what you want without embarrassing underarm sweat. The Sweatbox wipes were featured and tested on Rachel Ray's show by firefighters. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock. Save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. Also available at Amazon. So I can attest to and ascribe to Sweatblock. I think it is a great antiperspirant type product. And I strongly recommend anyone try it if you so choose. Sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. We're rocking and rolling here with AJ Black of Locked on Boston College, wrapping up the show and talking about top five who are need some work and top five who are the best in the ACC. And number one being it's Clemson, Clemson, and nobody else. <laughs> yeah, you I know, mean, it's really tough. I wanted this to be a year where we shake things up, but man, I was a little error where someone corrected me and said DJU is going to be the starter, and I'm sitting here saying yes, I know that. It's official. We heard who's going to be the starter because of Dabo. Kate even you know, echoed those sentiments. But my thinking is like, why not go with the hot hand? Why not shake things up? Why even put Kate in there if you feel like 
that, you know, DJ is the one who can handle pressure and adversity and all the things. I just don't understand. I think you need to go ahead and keep Gabe. Why not? Shake it up. Make it. I make mean, it. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to say like one quick thing on DJ. Like, Please. That guy, that kid, that kid's a winner. And the like what he said after that game just showed absolute class. Um, you know, like I loved his comment. I think he said, you know, based on how I was playing, I take myself out too. <laughs> yeah. And Which is like, like fine. Yeah. I hear you know, and it takes a lot of it takes a lot of moxie to do that. Like a lot of you know, high profile athletes have a lot of self-confidence because they, you know, they've been at the top of their game sure. and to have a game like that, where he was just, he was terrible. He just had a terrible game. You know, it, I, I hate making previews and predictions on DJ cause I'm wrong all the time, but I'll do it again. Cause Kenton, I already had to take a humble L on that one. When I brought up the Heisman, <laughs> he put me on blast on that one as I, and he didn't really, but he laughed at me for it. Um, but I, I want to say that I think if he goes back out there, he's going to be, you know, he, he will, he'll turn the page. I feel like he's the kind of guy that, you know, watched, watched, probably watched a ton of film, looked at what he did and isn't going to sit there and, and ruminate on all the issues that he had, that all the things that he did wrong, all the things that he, um, you know, he's not going to second guess himself if he goes back out there. I feel like DJ is a guy that can take that next step and like, just, you know, have a bad game and, and call it that. Um, hmm. so, <coughs> excuse me. I think it's, it's totally fine for Dabo to go back to him, but you know, if, if he does go back out there and he does a stinker against Notre Dame in a week, you know, then you, you go, you do go to the hot hand. I mean, I don't know how long of a leash he's going to do. I just hope he doesn't do what Belichick did with, um, Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones last night because that was a disaster. But, um, but you know, like it, that'll, uh, I, I, it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure Dabo is going in with the mind frame that DJ will be the starter. See, I slightly disagree in thinking that the anxiety is not going to be there for DJ. I already felt like he was a head case, you know, yep. going into the season, but it's going to be hard for me to not think about you going into the game. Sure, Notre Dame, that opponent is not crazy, but you go into another matchup. You go into an, an ACC championship game where DJ is not having a great game either. Is he going to get so tight to where he's like, yeah, pull me, pull me, or put Kate in? Like, or, you know, we're going to see it through to the end and he's live with the results. I wouldn't want to play knowing that they have this monkey on my back and knowing somebody right. could always just take my spot. So it'll be very interesting how the season plays out. Like, I don't see them choking you know, to anybody left on their schedule. But when it comes to like ACC championship, big moments, college football playoffs, all those things, I don't know if DJ is going to be the guy the whole way through. Oh, I think it'll be an it's going to be an interesting storyline to watch for the next five yeah. games. A thousand percent, AJ. It has been a pleasure. I know that you want basketball. We are coming up with that. I, it's coming up the pipeline. I know that everyone is excited about the men's basketball, women's basketball season. So we'll have to get that in there at some point, but where can folks find you and listen to all of your work? If they want to talk about Boston college. Oh yeah. Head on over to locked on BC. And, and believe me, if you have been watching some of this bad BC football and you want to come over to my YouTube channel and join the comment section, it's got a colorful cast of characters that <laughs> follow along with everything I say and talk about it. And you can, you can read some great stuff in there. Uh, so check out locked on BC on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. I do that every day. And I am the editor and publisher of 247 Sports, Eagle Insider, um, 
It's part of CBS and the 247 Sports Network. You can uh, check out my work. We have a message board there as well. If you're looking to connect with other BC fans, it's a great spot to join. Things we love to see tomorrow. We've got Trap Game Thursday with Alex Dono. It is going to be exciting times. And then, of course, your best bets going into week nine with Drizzy Drake in the building for Freestyle Friday. Candace Cooper and AJ Black until next.